and welcome to another edition of the UK Law Weekly Podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we're going to be looking at the case of McCulloch and Fourth Valley Health Board. The citation for this case is 2023 UKSC 26. And the type of case that we will be dealing with this week is the sort of thing that will be all too familiar to students of tort law. Back in 2012, Mr McCulloch took ill and was admitted to Fourth Valley Royal Hospital in Scotland, complaining of chest pains, nausea and vomiting. One of the consultant cardiologists at the hospital, Dr Labinjo, was asked to review an echocardiogram that had been performed. Her conclusion was that the results did not fit with the standard diagnosis of pericarditis which is an inflammation close to the heart, and over the course of the next few days, Mr McCulloch's condition thankfully improved. After a week, he was discharged on a course of antibiotics. Unfortunately, a couple of days later, the chest pains returned, and Mr McCulloch was readmitted to the hospital. He was given fluids intravenously, as well as more antibiotics. The pain eased and Dr. Labinjo visited McCulloch in the acute admissions unit. The consultant had looked at another echocardiogram and was told by Mr. McCulloch that he was no longer having any chest pain. That being the case, Dr. Labinjo decided not to prescribe any additional medical treatment. She made a decision in particular not to prescribe so-called non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or NSAIDs for short, like ibuprofen, because Mr McCulloch was not in pain at the time and there was not a clear diagnosis of pericarditis. He was discharged, but the next day he sadly suffered a cardiac arrest and passed away at home. His widow then brought a claim against the health board, alleging that they were vicariously liable for McCulloch's death, which was caused by Dr Labinjo's negligent treatment. In particular, they suggested that the consultant should have informed her patient that NSAIDs were a possible treatment option. So far as the law is concerned in these cases, in 2015 the Supreme Court made the decision that a doctor does have a duty to take reasonable care that a patient is aware of any material risks involved in any treatment and whether there are any reasonable or variant treatments. That's all well and good, but in cases like this, we need to know the legal test to be applied when trying to gauge whether an alternative treatment is indeed reasonable and merits being discussed with the patient. Many law students will be aware of the famous case of Bolam and Fryan Hospital Management Committee or its Scottish equivalent, Hunter and Hanley. In those cases, the decision was that a doctor's opinion has to be supported by a responsible body of medical opinion in order to reach the threshold of the professional practice test. Thus the question here is whether Dr Labinjo's decision not to recommend an alternative treatment was supported by a responsible body of medical opinion. The case went to trial and the expert evidence suggested that while some doctors would have prescribed NSAIDs to Mr McCulloch, there was a responsible body of medical opinion that supported Dr Labinjo given that the patient was not in pain and there was not a clear diagnosis of pericarditis. 
the lower courts held that there was no negligence, but Mr McCulloch's family appealed to the Supreme Court, which is where we pick things up. The justices began by affirming the decisions in Bolam and Hunter respectively. For the purposes of these proceedings, this means that any doctor who declines to suggest an alternative treatment for a patient will not be negligent if that view is supported by a responsible body of medical opinion. The McCulloch family had suggested that this was not actually the correct test to apply, and instead it is for the court to decide on which alternative treatments the patient should be informed about. The Supreme Court rejected this argument for a number of reasons. Firstly, that position was inconsistent with the 2015 decision in Montgomery that we mentioned earlier on in this episode. It also has inconsistency with medical expertise and guidance, and would cause a conflict with the role of the doctor, in the sense that the justices did not want to put doctors in a position where they have to inform a patient about a treatment that the doctor, and others in the medical community, consider to be clinically inappropriate. This decision of the Supreme Court also avoids making the law less certain for doctors who have to apply it on a daily basis. Even for the patient, this decision from the Supreme Court ensures that they are not totally bombarded with information and helps them make decisions about their health. In the end, Dr. Labinjo was found not to be negligent and the appeal was dismissed. Overall, I think that this has to be the right decision for the reasons that the justices outlined. When it comes to these types of cases, the courts have to strike a delicate balance. On the one hand, there does have to be recourse when a medical professional acts in a negligent fashion. But doctors should also be able to make decisions in their job without worrying that the law is constantly looking over their shoulder. I think that the Bolam and Hunter tests strike this balance perfectly, and that is why they have stuck around since the mid-50s. It allows the actions of doctors to be judged by their peers, and so where a responsible body of medical opinion supports the decision taken, it will not be considered negligent. This also has the advantage that lawyers and judges are not stepping in and imposing their own view on something that is not within their expertise. It is a disappointing result for the McCulloch family, who will still feel that Dr Labinjo should have done more, but the law has to operate in this way, else her job would become next to impossible. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast, and thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the theme music. A quick reminder before we go that if you would like to support the podcast and help to keep it ad-free, then you can subscribe to my newsletter and earn yourself some nice perks including more content from me each week and a free ebook on how to answer essay questions on a law degree. This week in the newsletter, I talked about the latest Brexit climb down over safety markings. If that's the sort of thing that you're interested in, then do check out the link in the description to this podcast episode. Anyway, I'll be back with another episode next week, but for now, bye!